Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to another great episode of Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. I'm Marty Fisher, and hey, I'm having a great day. It happens to be my birthday. I'm not going to tell you how old I am because, trust me, I'm old. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's been a great day. I've uh, got to thank my wife uh, and, and my in-laws. We had a had a wonderful lunch today. Um, uh, we'll be seeing seeing my mom on Saturday, and, you know, things are, things are really, really good. But, boy, lots of stuff going on. Uh, you know, turkey season's still in or just cranking up in some places and most of the time or at least in from previous years I would have been this week at the world invitation at the turkey fest world invitational turkey hunting championship held in Henrietta Texas and that's going on right now I I just checked out the the Clay County Turkey Fest uh Facebook page and and my good buddies from Mojo TV. I, I shot a really big bird today. Had four beards, and they have taken the lead. This is a this is a contest that um, uh, pits a bunch of TV shows against one another. Uh, uh, I was fortunate enough in 2015 to be world champion. Uh, shot a really big bird with uh, with my my old TV partner Todd Cash from TNT Outdoor Explosion. And and what they do here, they have a caller, a shooter and a videographer. So you've got a video every hunt, and it's got to make TV. So that kind of makes things a little bit tougher, but uh, congratulations to the boy at Mo- boys at Mojo. Uh, uh, I know Mike Morgan's over there. I don't know if Terry Denman is, probably Pepper, uh, Preston Pittman, but wow, they off to a great start. Um, you know, when we think about things, I am, uh, before I get into the teeth of all of this, and I've got a great guest coming up on the show that uh, you guys are really, really going to enjoy. There's going to be a lot, a lot of different things that we're going to talk about from from clay targets to upland bird shooting to great hospitality to wonderful food. I mean, we're going to get into all of it. But <clears throat> want to let you know first, you know, this segment of Wing and Clay Nation brought to you by my good friends at Crushable Vault, you know, and a lot of folks are traveling now. I mean, these fellas that are out at the at the turkey hunting championship, the guys that are, that are, are turkey hunting, uh, I, I know that uh, there's still some some upland bird shooting going on around the country, and, and especially in the northern part of the, of the country. Um, you know, as you travel, we don't want to have somebody reach in the back of our vehicle and pluck a gun out of there. So do yourself a favor. The Crushable Vault. It is a product that will absolutely give you a peace of mind. Go check this product out. Please do that for me. www.crushablevault.com. And if you go in there and find something that you like, up in the little promo box, type in the word Marty, my name, and they'll give you an instant 10% off on your purchase. <clears throat> so what's going on here? Well, William Clay News, not a whole lot in the, from the industry standpoint other than I see that um, Stevens, which is um, is kind of by Savage Arms. Stevens is a you know is a a, man, a, a gun brand. Uh, I grew up 
as a kid with a Stevens 311 side by side. That was that was an early gun that I had and really enjoyed shooting it. In fact, we still have it. My brother has it at his house. But Stevens has come out with a new 555E over another shotgun and 16 gauge. You know, I have people ask me all the time, where can I find a 16 gauge shotgun? Well, I'd be willing to bet you, bet you that this one's pretty nice. Uh, it has chrome line steel barrels, Turkish walnut stock, and any of that Turkish walnut is going to be really, really pretty. It's lightweight because it's got an aluminum receiver, uh, got a tang mounted safety that'll make things a little bit easier, uh, single selective mechanical trigger, it's got manual extractors, and it comes with five choke tubes. So give that, uh, give that gun a look. Check them out at savagearms.com. The Stevens 555E. All right. <clears throat> now, there's a lot going on in the shooting world. Uh, you start getting into April, things really get cranked up. You know, we talked last week about the Florida State Championship that was going on uh, down at Okeechobee. Uh, well, that was won by Brad Kidd Jr. Uh, you know, I had Brad on the show a couple of uh, couple of weeks ago, and uh, need to go back and to the show archives on our website and listen to that show with Brad. He he talked about literally remaking his game. He was having some some challenges toward the end of the year and he shot something like 20,000 shells in November, December and parts of January just to get his game back online. No everybody can't do that, but this guy's a pro shooter. Well, he um First day of that shoot, he shot 100 straight, and um, the second day, you know, shot up, I think, 94 and uh, and, and won the shoot. Uh, there was a young man, Joe Finese, <clears throat> who is um, Fred and Maria Finese's young son. Uh, Fred and Maria managed Quail Creek Plantation down in South Florida, and Joseph is still a very young man. He also shot 100 straight, so be on the lookout for him as, uh, as the years go by. Uh, the, the Browning Browley shoot had its 20th anniversary. My good friend, uh, uh, Corey Cruz, there were 525 shooters in that event. Corey, uh, shooting his Glosser F3, came away a winner. Uh, going on this weekend, the Western Regional for the seven Western states uh, out in uh, Tucson, Arizona at Coyote Springs. I see they've got 520 entries in that event, so that's going to be a big one. And then all the way across the country over uh, on the East Coast, on the uh, literally on the Atlantic, um, M&M Hunting Preserve up in Pennville, New Jersey, is hosting their big seafood blast in Beretta Cup. That's always a big shoot. You know, M&M has got, uh, got the U.S. Open for sporting clays this year in a, in a couple of months, and um, they've got 537 shooters signed up for that. So a lot of folks out shooting competition. And one thing I want to make sure you know, all of these people shooting – for those of you who don't shoot competition clays, all of these folks are by no means professional shooters. I mean, they're, they're guys just like you who found a love for, for a game and, and, you know, they go out and play. And they're not shooting against those very top guys. They're shooting against themselves in the course. And sometimes they wind up uh, being at the top of the, uh, uh, the classification category that they're in. But... Uh, by, by no means for these people professionals, though, so don't think that. Uh, the Texas State shoot, that will be a really big one. We'll be talking about that. Uh, that's coming up at the National Gun Club in San Antonio, April 24th to the 28th. Uh, if you want to check out what's going on in the sporting clays world, 
mynsca.com will do that for you. That'll take you to the homepage of the National Sporting Clays Association. Lots of information there. Uh, skeet shooting. Well, the biggest shoot coming up, we've been talking about this for a few weeks, the Creek Off Masters is at my gun club in Savannah, Georgia, Far City Gun Club, uh, May 2nd through the 5th. That'll be another one of those 500-plus shooters uh, in that event. And uh, mynssa.com for the Skeet Shooting Association. Uh, trap is cranking up also. Shootata.com will get you some information on what's going on in the trap world. Here's the thing, too. <clears throat> a lot of kids' programs are really cranking up across the country. 4-H shoots are going on now. The regional shoots, the state championships in 4-H shooting are getting ready to come up. I know in Georgia, where I live, that it's uh, it's it's in May. And, um, you know, same thing for SCTP, uh, Scholastic Clay Target Program, and also for the USA High School Clay Target League. You know, we talked. We we had uh, John Nelson from that organization on a few weeks ago too, and you know he was talking about the the Minnesota State High School Trap Championship. Now, you know this is something that's that's mind boggling to me, and we're going to follow this and and probably give it a little bit of coverage on the show. This is the largest clay target event in the world, and every participant is in high school. Eight thousand plus shooters over nine days in this one event wow that is uh that's really exciting i love to see these young kids out shooting and having fun and eight thousand plus at one event that is something to behold i assure you a couple of events that you need to know about the nra convention coming up april 26 to 28 and the ducks unlimited convention may 28 through june the 2nd that's over in hawaii this year at the and uh, Waikoloa, and uh, I can promise you that <clears throat> there'll be a lot of people having a great deal of fun over there. So that pretty much brings us up to speed with what's going on in the shooting world, what's going on in the industry, a uh, couple of events that are going on and, uh, and some that are coming up. So what I want to do now, and, <clears throat> and we're going to get into this pretty early uh, in this show, I want to bring my guest on that, uh, uh, that I've had for a, a uh, the pleasure of knowing for a good long while. Uh, this is Jeff Oaks, and Jeff is the general manager and uh, and one of the owners of Flint Oak, which is absolutely one of the premier uh, hunting preserve facilities found anywhere in this country. And, you know, we want to talk a little bit about Flint Oak, talk about the history, talk about, uh, you know, everything that goes on there, the hunting, the uh you know, the dog training, you know, all sorts of things. So without further ado, let me bring on my guest and my good friend, Jeff Oaks. And Jeff, are you on the line? Happy 29th birthday. Boy, I'll tell you, I, you know, you're absolutely right, too, because I just threw the numbers right out the window. Uh, unfortunately, almost 40 more years ago than, than what you're talking about. But, uh, but you know, it's uh, uh, I, I, I've been, hey, I've been living in the gym. My wife and I made a commitment to go do some of that stuff. And, um, you know, we uh, we're, we're feeling pretty, pretty preppy these days. And um, and uh, but, but thank you. I, I appreciate that, Jeff. And, and I, hey, I got to thank all the folks on on social media, on Facebook. I'm getting bombarded with uh, with birthday wishes. But, Jeff, we, you know, we're, we want to talk a little bit about about Flint Oak. And, and um, uh, we 
we got a minute or so to go uh, before we have to take our first break. So real quick, um, tell me just in your can in about a minute a little bit about Flint Oak, and then we'll take a break and get into everything after that. You betcha. So, Marty, Flint Oak was first founded in uh, 1978 by husband and wife, Ray and Winona Walton, from Wichita, Kansas. And uh, when the Waltons purchased his first uh, 699 acres, there was absolutely nothing here. And uh, it turned out to be a uh, a real love of his and a passion. And uh, Ray and Winona developed the property uh, and owned it until 2007. And at that point, uh, the uh, Tom Devlin and Bob Geist families from Wichita, Kansas, purchased uh, Flint Oak and uh-huh. have continued to grow the business. And uh, we're up to about 6,000 acres now. And uh, throughout the lodges, the different lodges on the ranch, there's about 140 beds uh, for lodging. Uh, about 70 folks on staff, and that's every from all departments, from accommodations, food and beverage, to sporting clays, to hunting guides, to the kennel department and the office staff. Uh, just a great bunch of employees that uh, are all dedicated to uh, fantastic customer service and uh, we've got about 500 members from across the United States and I believe they come from about uh, 29 different states we have representation from and uh, we'd be much like a golf course uh, except instead of bringing your golf clubs you'd bring your shotgun. Well I'm going to tell you something we're going to talk about almost every one of those little things you just said but my producer back at at the network tells me we're up on a break so folks stay tuned We'll be back with Jeff Oaks from Flint Oak in Fall River, Kansas, right after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. Uh, Marty Fisher and Jeff Oaks back with you. And hey, you know, by all means, uh, wingandclayradio.com. Go check us out. You can find links to all of the previous shows that we've done. I mean, that's just everything's clickable on there. Uh, they can take you to our Facebook page. It can take you to our Instagram. takes you to Twitter. You can do a little bit of everything. By all means, go to the Facebook page. That's a, that's a big conversation place for us. Facebook.com slash wingandclayradio. And, uh, and give us a like and a share. Uh, you know, we, we want to be able to talk wing and clay to anybody and everybody. So please do that. Now, I'm back with Jeff Oaks from Flint Oak. And Jeff, I, I said, give me a little bit of history. And man, you went through that like a rocket. So we're, <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to back up a little bit because there's so much that, that went on. Um, I got introduced to, to Flint Oak, uh, you know, back in, in the early 1990s. I was, uh, you know, I was at a, at a place called Cherokee Rose uh, Shooting Club, or Sporting Club, and at the time, Cherokee Rose really and truly was one of the absolute premier shooting facilities in this country. And and uh, and, and Mr. Walton, you know, after I got into the uh, away from Cherokee Rose and got into the consulting and court gun club design business and stuff like that, I got a phone call from him, and this would have been. Oh, I don't know, 92, 93, something like that. And um, he says, I want you to come out and sit down and talk with me a little bit. You know, I've been reading a whole lot about your place. He said, I've got a pretty nice place, too. I want you to come see it and see if you can help me figure out what to do to make it better. So that that's how Marty showed up at, uh, at Flint Oak. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, at, at the time, Jeff, when I when I got there, you know, you had the there. It was really cool. We had the big, beautiful grain silo and and some lodging in there, and and uh, and, a, and a pro shop and little restaurant. So, you know, kind of take us back to the early days. Uh, you know, I guess from about that point forward, because that's when sporting clays really got cranked up. And we want to talk about the beautiful sporting clays course as well. So, give me a little background on uh, on on the early time that we're talking about. Well, the first boarding clay course that uh, Ray put in here at Flint Oak was put in in late 1989, and so he was on the forefront of that. And uh, his remote location, where the ranch is located here, uh, always was hard to get the draw of shooters in here. And uh, I think he was reading those articles back in the day you were talking about in the old Sporting Clay magazine yep. uh, on Cherokee Rose and some of the fantastic write-ups that were done on that. And uh, Ray was a real visionary and was a, a big goal chaser and uh, liked to ask a lot of questions of people and then would uh, take his knowledge and their knowledge and just compound on it and uh, just a real visionary. Well, he, he really was, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, folks, if you have not <clears throat> have not been to Flint Oak, and I'm gonna, obviously a whole bunch of you who are listening to this show have not, do yourself a favor 
And uh, Jeff will tell you how you can get out there. I think, Jay, Jeff, the, the clay course is actually open during the summer months to the public. Is that correct? That is correct. The lodging, the clays course, and the dining room and bar facilities are open to the public April through September. And uh, as we get into the program farther here, you know you can always go to flintoak.com or the Flint Oak Facebook page or even Instagram, and there's a tremendous amount of information out there. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you, that is... When I saw the clay course that uh, that Ray had put in, I was my my jaw dropped. <clears throat> it was I mean, it, folks, it's it was literally like walking through a beautiful park. I mean, I, it was absolutely magnificent. And and, and what made it so very unique? And it, it, Jeff, you can address this. Had bronze statues at every station that that kind of yeah. depicted what the what the shot was and 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 i'd never seen those bronze statues and, and that stuff was just absolutely beautiful and and he had them all over the place around the around the property yeah you know not everybody's got a 25 to thirty thousand dollar bronze at their sporting clay station and <laughs> it's been sure. deemed the pebble beach of sporting clays uh so something very very proud of just a real nice facility and laid out well with the paths and uh Lots of target presentation, and along with, I think, possibly one of the tallest towers throwing targets in the country. I think it's 151 mm-hmm. feet tall. Yeah, I know so. it's over 150, and and I've stood underneath it and, and seen targets launch up, off of it, and it, and they look like BBs. Yeah, it looks like I mean, an they are, they, they, are re- <laughs> they are really up there. You know, for, for guys who, who, uh, who want to work on towers, uh, do yourself a favor and show up at Flint Oak, and you'll get a chance to work on on uh, on one that'll scare you to death. I mean, uh, if if you can figure out how to put a uh, you know a semi trailer uh, with the truck on it, and uh, uh, might even be a tandem amount of lead, then uh, <clears throat> you'll see the target break. But uh, uh, you know the, the the one thing that I that I noticed early on when I got there, um, you know. One, everything was absolutely pristine and pretty. And that that's one of the things that when I was in the gun club management business, and, you know, I've had some folks, you know, in some of the talk groups uh, that I go to, uh, you know, Shotgun World uh, being one of one of them that I go to from time to time, uh, you know, and, and some of those folks said, why don't you have a guy on that's a gun club manager? And let's talk about, you know, the trials and tribulations that, that those guys go through because a lot of, a lot of people that, that come out and shoot and enjoy the place really and truly don't know what those challenges are. Well, there is a lot of challenge day to day on the operation, especially here in the Midwest where you run into snow and ice and different things or extreme temperatures when it can be 110 degrees or something. So there are challenges from day to day on operating it. Yeah, and I and I I know uh, you, you had the the Kansas State shoot there uh, last year or year before. I know you I know you had you know a big shoot there, and yeah. um, you know and and it seemed like everything went really really well. And you know the the biggest part of that Jeff is in is in preparation. And you had said you know you've got about seventy folks on staff, and you know and I've run into a whole bunch of them, and I can honestly say to a person, every one of them is a is a people person, and that that in in the entertainment business, which, you know, what hunting preserves and clay courses are, you know, you're in the entertainment business. It is really nice to be greeted with a smile and <clears throat> and have things work when you go out to shoot and, uh, you know, and walk into a pro shop that's really, really stocked. 
uh, do, and let me ask you this. You know, you, you built a new a new hotel complex there. I mean, uh, you know, you had the, the smaller the smaller one that was there in the in the early 90s, and then you stepped up and built a much bigger complex. Do you still have two pro shops? Uh, just down to one big pro shop okay. that's in, mm-hmm. located in the main lodge there now. And then uh, last year we built an, another lodge. So uh, the business continues to grow and uh, have just came off a uh, record-breaking 40th year in business. Wow. And uh, have crushed records every month from November till uh, April here. Well, and, and we're going to talk <clears throat> at length here uh, about the hunting operation at Flint Oak. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. I have, I have hunted at a lot of preserves, and the birds that, at Flint Oak don't fly like preserve birds. And, and that has, you know, that, there, there are many reasons that they don't. And, and, uh, and Jeff, why, why, I'll tell you what, let's do this. We've got about three minutes before we need to take another break. Let's get into the hunting a little bit. You know, pri- primarily, uh, you're in the pheasant business. Correct. So let's, let's talk pheasant, about that a little bit. Yeah. I would say the preserve industry in general across the nation, I'd say the pheasant is probably the backbone of the industry. Uh, we do a tremendous amount of uh, pheasant hunting here. Uh, two different types of uh, upland hunts we offer. We offer traditional field hunts uh, with a guide and bird dogs that take you walking through the fields across the 6,000 acres here. We also do the European-style shoots and uh, fantastic customer entertainment, uh, six different European sites on the ranch where we simulate Uh, how they actually hunt across the pond where they actually drive pheasants to the gunners. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can simulate that with a group of six on our smallest European. And then that biggest European, Marty, it'll it'll hold 78 gunners on it, you know, and we'll do 1,500 pheasants or something driven to flight on it. And it's it's a sight to see for sure. It it is, and it sounds like a war. Now, you know, and the thing that, the thing that really impressed me and, and, and multiple things, because I have done the field hunts and I've done the European and, and I'm going to tell you something on the European side, those birds are rockets, man. I mean, you know, you go to a lot of those things around the country and you get these bobtail feathers that don't fly very fast and they're not very challenging. Trust me, you go to Flint Oak, you better, you better take your A game. And that's especially the case if the wind's blowing because it is, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's quite a place. Now, I'm, I'm not going to ask you your secret because I asked you that one time before. I said, how in the world do you get those birds launched and flying that fast before they get to the guns but uh i i can tell you that was um that was a really impressive outing that i had that morning uh, uh that we we did that european I, that's, that's really the best one that I'd ever, i've ever been on and i i can can say that in all honesty and uh and but whatever it is that you guys do you certainly do it very very well now real quick 1500 birds Somebody's got to clean those, Jeff. Talk about that. We've got a complete cleaning facility, and uh, our customers and our members, upon departure, will find their birds packed on ice, uh, ready to travel, to take home. And we cover every detail right down to the point that your name tag that uh, tells you whose birds are in that cooler, the back of that has uh, recipes on there for you to prepare when you get home. So we think of everything, and... uh, 
customer service in this entertainment business is so important from top to bottom. It is a competitive business, and so we take it very, very seriously. Well, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, to, <clears throat> to get 1,500 birds processed in that in that period of time, and folks, I've you know got a peek inside the cleaning room, and it's you know it's 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 quite a, quite a picture. I mean, a lot of stainless steel in there, so everything is you know is, is, is about as sterile as it can be, and and boy, they know how to get it done. But uh, you know, the, the, you've also put in a, a a waterfowl operation now. That's correct, and it's the largest uh, growing uh, part of our business currently, Marty, and uh, with our controlled shoot area license, which is what we operate here in the state of Kansas under, and uh, traditionally, we've been able to offer our upland game hunts uh, September through the month of March, and uh, last year they changed the law and actually added April to it, so we're actually still hunting, and we're Mm going to wrap it up this Sunday on the 14th. Uh, We could use the whole month, but it's starting to get kind of warm and stuff. But this controlled shoot uh, mallard release program we got going is a really nice way to extend a person's waterfowl season and also a great way to uh, work your retrieving dogs. And I know you've always been into retrievers, and it's just Mm -hmm. a great way to get your your dog into uh, some nice mallard ducks. Well, you know, I've done I've done that as well, and it was uh, it was great fun. And uh, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about some more of this stuff. You know, start mentioning dogs. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the dogs here too in a, in just a minute because um, you guys have got quite a dog operation there that I really want to get into because so many of my listeners, uh, you know, if you're in you're in waterfowl or upland, you pretty much have a dog. So uh, you're gonna have a lot of things that folks want to hear. But uh, right now, we're up on another break, and we're going to take that at this moment, folks. Stay tuned. After these messages, Wing and Clay Nation will be back with Jeff Oaks talking about Flint Oak. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath. Emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. 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 News.
hear me. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And, and, and again, wingandclayradio.com. By all means, go there, play around a little bit. Uh, also, we've got a great, tw- uh, great Twitter page. Uh, look for you to go there at twitter.com slash wing clay nation is the uh, is the, is the Twitter page. We'd love to have you there. You know, and <clears throat> I'm talking with Jeff Oaks from from Flint Oak out in uh, in southeastern Kansas. And, and when, when Jeff starts talking about uh, the, the European hunts and things like that, and, and and he says, hey, we can accommodate 78 guys at one time. OK, now they're not all standing side by side. They're, they're all spread out. But can you imagine? Uh, the gunfire that goes on when that when that event is taking place, and as as I think about that, and, and I know Jeff is really big on this as as I am, you better make sure you've got your ears protected. And and you know what I do when I go anywhere shooting is I put my ESPs in my ears, uh, electronic shooters protection. You know it's a digital hearing product that is absolutely in my mind the finest product on the market and. You know, they're a fine partner of this show, and uh, if you're thinking about uh, upgrading to, to a, a hearing protection that will really, really take care of your ears, I mean, if, if, when you get the 90 decibels, it starts blocking off that sound, and so you're not going to get any ear damage at all. Be sure you check those guys out, ESPAmerica.com. Uh, it's a great product, and, and I'm, I promise you, you'll thank me if, if you get some. Now back to my buddy Jeff Oaks and, and Jeff. Yeah, we're we're talking a little bit ago about the waterfowl. We're talking about the about the upland, about your walk up hunts, you know, all of the dogs, all of that stuff. I I, I really, you know, I, I want to get into talking about the dogs because Flint Oak has honestly has you know, pretty much what is a legendary dog program. So. Well, Talk to me a little bit about that, and it's not just pointers. It's not. It's. I mean, it's retrievers. It's a little bit of everything. So, talk about that program for me. So, at the main kennel, Marty, there's about seven people that work in that department, and uh, we house about 120 dogs. Everything from on the pointing side, pointers, setters, Gordon setters, uh, Brittany's, German short hairs, even have some red setters. On the retriever side, uh, pretty mainly labs. Uh, have had a few golden retrievers uh, over the years, but uh, labs are labs are just so fantastic on retrieving on both the European shoots and our waterfowl program. And have even been lucky enough to have some dogs uh, compete clear through the uh, AKC Master Nationals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> each, of the, each of the hunting guides will be assigned four pointing uh, dogs for the year, and uh, that's kind of an art in itself, uh, getting a, the dog's personality matched up with the guide's personality. And uh, But when you get a fine mesh team, it's something to watch go through the field, pointing the pheasants and the quail and the chuckers as they go through there. And uh, those four dogs will be with that guide all season. Well, I, you know, I was there 
oh, what, two years ago. And uh, <clears throat> they were taping the TV show for my uh, uh, If It Flies TV series over on Pursuit Channel. And uh, I had a chance to hunt with you, Jeff, and, uh, and our guide was Ty. And Ty had this little, this little female dog. And I'm going to tell you something. If I could have gotten her in my... It, you know, in my backpack, I would have taken her home with me. She was special. I think she was only 16 months old, and, uh, yeah, she was a prodigy for sure. And, uh, you know, in this entertainment and customer service business, uh, the dog pie that you can put down in front of your customers to uh, put on the show uh, is so very, very important. Well, it, it really is. Now, um, do you have a uh, – do, do, do you have a training program? I mean, do you accept uh, – Customer dogs, or, or everything is, is in-house? Most everything's in-house. I would say it's probably 80-20. Uh, we do have some outside members that bring in dogs. Uh, we end up being our own biggest customer ourselves. With the number of uh, dogs we have, we have to be in, interjecting back into our program every year 12 to 15 new dogs, mm-hmm. as you have dogs that are coming off the other end on retirement. And uh, so it's, it's a pretty big machine to keep uh, fed all the time. Literally, no no dog food intended there. No, but, and uh, <laughs> pilots of dog food, by the way. Yeah, pilots. Yeah, and and you know, and, and it's a lot of it's a lot of dog food, and a and a lot of water spraying in those kennels after the dog food too. With that with that many dogs, that's a, uh, I, I'm not sure that I would, that I would want that cleanup job. But uh, <laughs> you know, somebody somebody's got to take care of that. Yes, but, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, even I, on Christmas I, Day, I, the kennel staff's working at Flint Oak. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I will tell you, I mean, the, the dog work uh, at Flint Oak is truly is very, very special. I am, uh, uh, and, and I'm a I'm a of really good dogs. I mean, I've had some, you know, I've had some some uh, some hunting retriever champions. I had, in fact, I I was fortunate enough to own the first uh, chocolate lab in history in the history of the breed to get two master hunting titles. Got one for, for uh, North American Hunting Retriever Association, and he got one for AKC. And, uh, I remember that. Yeah, and did it and never failed a test. I was, I was really, really pleased. I mean, he was a great, what a great, really a great hunting dog. And, and, and that's what he was. He was a hunting dog. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, uh, you know, when you get into that AKC uh, master hunting level and stuff like that, those are really, really exceptional animals that anybody would, would love to own. I can, I can promise you that. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, the dog that you're speaking of there, you personally had your chocolate dog. You know, that's a possibly a once in five lifetimes experience, you know. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. I, I, I'll be honest. I was very fortunate. I, I, my, you know, after I lost him, the next dog I had uh, actually wound up with about 700 HRC points. You know, he was a chocolate also out of a, out of a national field champion chocolate. Now, uh, Storm's Riptide Star was his daddy, the only chocolate champion in history. So uh, I got lucky twice. And, you know, yeah. uh, uh, but my first one uh, was really, really special. So, <clears throat> all right, all all said and done here, let's, let's talk a little bit about creature comforts because I – uh, you know, the hunting is one thing, but when you're not hunting, and, and let's face it, you know, you, you spend more time away from the hunt than you do actually on the hunt. And Flint Oak uh, has one of the, the, the very best restaurants 
at any hunting place that I've ever been to. Uh, Jeff, talk just just briefly. Talk a little bit about your about your restaurant operation. Uh, a little bit of stuff on the menu, things like that, so people can whet their appetites. No pun intended. Well, you talk about uh, the creature comforts that we're blessed with here, and we do have a, just a fantastic world-class facility. And matter of fact, I think we were the first hunting lodge to receive the National Shooting Sports Foundation uh, five-star award, uh, where we cover the full full uh, gamut of uh, of uh, creature comforts. But uh, a really, really nice dining room. We have an executive chef, uh, Phil Burris. Uh, who does a fantastic job with our menu and our nightly specials. And, uh, you know, here in Kansas, we're pretty proud of our beef, and uh, you can always find fantastic steaks on our menus. But we've also, since we're in the uh, hunting business, we also will have duck and pheasant, quail, rack of elk, some, also some wild game on there, too, experiences that you just can't get anywhere You and I both know you'd have to visit a lot of restaurants to uh, be able to order quail or pheasant. Uh, off the menu, so uh, very, very nice menu, and we take our food preparation and food service very seriously, and really, it's one of the tougher parts of the whole business. Sure, Uh, sure it is. The restaurant, you know, a lot of folks, I think, uh, have a little luck in life and think they want to buy a restaurant, but uh, it's a tough business for sure. Well, my wife, my wife has actually talked about that a couple of times. She says, I really want to be, you know, I'd like to do that because I would like to serve that, that kind of food. And I said, honey, please understand, you need to do what you do best. And that's not the restaurant business. I mean, that's, you know, that's a, that is one of the tougher, tougher things to, to be involved in because, you know, it's so difficult to, with the personnel and the, you know, and getting your food cost managed and all of those things. I mean, a lot of folks just don't have any any clue how tough that is. But, uh, you know, you've also got, you know, and, and we don't talk about drinking and shooting, but you've also got a little, uh, what is it, the last shot or something like that, the little the little lounge that you've got there for, for after, yeah. the, after that, the day. That sports bar that is called the last shot, and it'll seat about 65 people. And, uh, of course, we take safety very serious. And uh, our uh, alcohol service never starts uh, until after 4.30 when our uh, afternoon hunts come in. And uh, But it is a nice place for the guys to uh, get together after the hunt before dinner, and then they will leave the last shot and travel out into the main dining room. And then after dinner, it's definitely a place where everybody's telling the uh, stories of the days back in there and are in there till. Uh, Oh, midnight to when it closes, and then they're off to bed in uh, one of our great mattresses in one of the lodge rooms, and then back up and after it again the next morning. Well, and and I can promise you, they go to bed tired, <clears throat> but very happy. That's the yeah. that's the main thing. And uh, uh, you know, we, we're 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 getting ready to uh, get up on a break here, Jeff. And and uh, when we come back with our last segment of the show what i want i want to really get into is let's talk a little bit you know real quick we'll do our okay and and we've kind of covered it but you know here's what your day at flint oak is uh a a little bit about how do how do you get connected to flint oak how do you get a chance to come to come see the place and and uh when we come back from this break we will talk about all of those things folks stay tuned we'll be back with more Wing and Clay Nation, right after these messages. This 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com think of the world 50 years ago now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate our children and grandchildren will only have 25 percent of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had we must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living that foundation starts with go green radio join your host jill buck for go green radio every friday at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on voice america Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And we've got one more segment to go. And I'm here with my good buddy, Jeff Oaks, uh, from Flint Oak in Fall River, Kansas. Now, if you don't know exactly where that is, that's in extreme southeast Kansas. It's, I think it's about 70 miles east of Wichita. And I'm not sure exactly how far south of, of Kansas City, but it's it's not a terrible drive. And, and I'm going to tell you something. You know, I... Uh, <clears throat> When I did the little promo that we put up on our on our Facebook page about the show, uh, you know, I made the comment. I didn't even ask Jeff, and I hope he thought it was okay. Uh, I put Flint Oak, a true diamond in the rough, and the rough simply means you're out in the country. And uh, we are, yes, sir. Yes, you are out in the country, and and, that, and if anything, Flint Oak is is probably the hope diamond, <laughs> you know, in of of all of those. You know, we're, we're, we're. We're almost 45 minutes from a gallon of milk, you know, when you when yes. your cupboard's bare. So, yeah. This county has uh, 2,700 people in the whole county that we're in here in southeast Kansas. And as you were talking, Marty, we're about two and a half hours uh, south and a little west of Kansas City, about two hours north of Tulsa. So very centrally located. Mm-hmm. You can, and, you have, of course, a lot of your members fly in, but, um, <clears throat> you know, you, you know, a lot of them drive in as well. And... Uh, you know, the the one thing I, I, I want to do, and, you know, we've kind of brushed all over it a little bit, but uh, in a couple of minutes, Jeff, give me a give me a day at Flint Oak. If I, if I show up there, what is my day going to be like? 
you bet. Like you said, a lot of our customers will come in on uh, private aircraft, or we do a little commercial pickup also. But a lot of folks will arrive uh, like after lunch on day one, and we'll get them checked into their lodge rooms. From there, they'll head out to the sporting clay course and uh, get kind of warmed up. That evening, they're uh, gathered up at the Last Shot Sports Bar, then off to dinner, back in the bar, then back to bed. The next morning is when the fun really takes off, and uh, it's our duck hunting. We'll pick them up about 6.15 in the morning, and off to the blinds we go. While they're in the blinds, the guides are calling, they're shooting, we're picking up ducks, and they're eating breakfast burritos right there in the blinds. We serve breakfast right in the duck blinds. We'll get those guys dropped back off about 8.30 in the morning at the lodge. Then grab a cup of coffee, climb out of that camouflage gear, and get on their blaze orange. At 9 o'clock, the guides pull up promptly. they got a fleet of Suburbans out front with dog trailers on the back, and we're loading up hunters and off to those field hunts we're going. We'll drop those hunters back off about noon, get them fed lunch because we want our hunters eating or shooting the entire time they're staying here with us. About 1.30 in the afternoon, we're back off to more afternoon field hunts. Or a lot of folks will do an afternoon European, and uh, we'll call that experience a trifecta. If you're shooting the, uh, the uh, mallards in the morning, a morning field hunt, and an afternoon-driven shoot, uh, I guarantee you when you go to bed that night, you will be tired. Make no mistake about that, and that, and that's why I said that a little bit earlier. Now, just out of crazy curiosity, um, and, and you may have to dig deep on this one, what's the biggest group you've ever had there? You know, a lot, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm asking that question because a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to be around a lot of folks. You know, the best part about coming to Flint Oak is you're around a lot of folks in the, in the common area, but when you're out hunting, you're, you're – you're doing your thing, and uh, and that's what makes yeah. it great. So what? I mean, what you you had a hundred and some guys for lunch one day or something when I was there last. You betcha. The 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 biggest event we ever put on was the AKC Master National event here for eight days. In uh, there were seven hundred people here scattered across the ranch. Uh, typical good hunting day. We'll have about sixty five people uh, on property. But we have such a vast amount of acreage, and uh, we can get spread out. And uh, like you said, Marty, you'll see folks at breakfast, lunch, or dinner time, and to be able to mingle with them and, and uh, uh, meet some new friends and possibly even do some good networking. But uh, when it comes to the hunting, you're off on your own, and uh, it's, it's, it's very, very private at that point in time. Well, and, and it certainly is. And uh, now uh, – you know, I mean, I've got a lot of folks here who've not been to Flint Oak, and they may actually want to go to Flint Oak. So, talk to me a little bit about that, Jeff. How? Uh, I mean, obviously, you have said earlier the summer months, the the clay course, the pool, you know, the lodging, all of that is available. How does somebody get a chance to to check out the hunting there? Well, we do offer trimy experiences where a person can call up and uh, they can come and experience what our Flint Oak members uh, during hunting season get to experience, and they'll just pay normal uh, member prices while they're here, and uh, that allows them to see what we're about, uh, learn what we do, how we do it, and see if they think it's a fit for themselves or their business because we do so much corporate entertainment. Uh, a lot of people are using this as an extension of their business. Well, and, and 
you know, and that's why you see the the different groups. I mean, when I was there, I mean, you'd see anything from, you know, six guys would show up, four guys, 20 guys, you know, and these are all, you know, different different businesses, different groups, you know, whatever. And uh, and and like you said, each one each one of those individual groups, you know, does their own thing, and that's what I think makes it so terrific. Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, preserves across the country have packages. You, you know, it's a two-day package or a three-day package, and it's X. Uh, ours isn't that way. You uh, call in uh, to our reservationist, and you custom build uh, your itinerary, your agenda, and that's kind of a la carte. You know, you pick that uh, the activities you want to do, and uh, we schedule staff for it and uh, give you 110% of every, everything we do. Well, it, I, I can tell you, it is absolutely a quality, quality experience. Now we, you know, we've got just a just a couple of minutes to go here, but I, and I want to I want to make sure we get all of this in. So, how do we do that? Yeah, give me a website and the best way to contact and um, and and uh, kind of give me a little quick sales pitch on on what they need to do to get hooked up with with Jeff and Flint Oak. Okay. Well, probably the easiest way uh, to get a hold of us is go to the website, which is flintoak.com, flintoak.com, and uh, right from there, uh, you can access uh, the reservation department or even myself uh, via email. Also, the phone number is there. After calling up and uh, scheduling your trip, uh, those girls are going to send you back an email confirmation of your reservation, and uh, we'll be waiting at the gate when you arrive, and... uh, show you a good time while you're here and uh, waiting for your next trip back. You know, I, I, I remember uh, one time I, I put on a Flint Oak hat and, uh, you know, I, it was a little comical phrase on the on the back of that hat. Do you remember what that is, Jeff? Did that say hunt, eat, sleep? That's exactly what it is. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's that's in sequential order. And and that's what you do just on a nonstop basis when you're when you're at Flint Oak, and that's that's uh, that's what makes the place so special. Also, along with the uh, the upland and the, and the waterfowl program, uh, Marty, I think you're uh, familiar that we also have a white-tailed deer program yes. and uh, yeah. a turkey a turkey program, and actually our turkey season kicks off I think next Wednesday. Well, and and I, and I can tell you there are some really big deer in southeast kansas and there are some really really big gobbling turkeys there as well and that's just that's just icing on the cake well jeff we're we're about out of time buddy i i I can't thank you enough um for really exposing what flint oak is all about i uh you know i i I really wanted to do this because it is truly such a remarkable facility and and thank you so much and and it's uh, flintoak.com is that correct that is correct, and uh, I can promise you that it's a Disneyland for shotgunners. You can bet that it is. And, folks, we're about out of time this week on Marty Fisher's Winging Clay Nation. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Jeff has given you some food for thought. You get in touch with the folks at Flat Oak and go out there, and I promise you, you will have a remarkable time. Folks, be safe, have fun, good hunting and shooting. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting.